The Leaderpreneur Show, Episode 9, Goal Setting Season, and Behind the Scenes. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends, to The Leaderpreneur Show, the podcast for leaders to deepen their knowledge while exploring an entrepreneurial journey to start a thriving online business of their own. My name is Stephen Faust, and I'm here with my great and good friend, Michael Tanner. Hey, Michael, how's it going today? Stephen, man, how are you? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving week with your family. I did. I did, my friend, and it was phenomenal. Got to spend some time with the family, a little downtime from our day jobs, and right. Um, right. no, I just uh, enjoying the conversation we just finished happen, just having in our weekly mastermind group, and uh, just looking forward to today's today's topic. What is today's topic, by the way? So, hey, listen, we're now beyond Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas is coming. And then the new year's coming. And don't you feel like that it's the appropriate time to set goals for 2020? So I thought what we would do is talk about the importance of setting goals, how to set goals, how to make sure that they're smart goals and, and that type of thing. Um, because I don't want people to make new year's resolutions that they're going to lose track of and forget about and, and leave by say February. Instead, I want them to create goals and create plans to achieve those goals and then achieve them in 2020. So how about we talk about goals today? Goals sounds like a great topic and you're right. It's every year and, and I'm not immune to it as well. I mean, we go into the new year thinking about what we want to accomplish. And so many times because we didn't walk through a process that was defined or mm. we put enough thought into you're right. By February, March, we've fallen off that wagon and we look back and we scratch our heads and we go, what just happened? I, I don't know what happened, but we're going to help our listeners today really think about goals in terms of process, in terms of, of the importance and the why, and that will help everyone, including you and I, really yes. think about 2020 in a very meaningful and specific way. Yeah, you know, like you, I have to be intentional to do this. And in, in, I know in years past, I have fallen victim to feeling like, well, you know, I got this leadership thing down. I don't really need to go through the rigor of defining a goal and creating a plan to get there. You know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just succeed anyway. And it just doesn't happen. You know, you, you, you end up wandering aimlessly, if you will. And so, yeah, it doesn't matter how long you've been in leadership. It doesn't matter how many times you've created a goal in the past and maybe you succeeded or maybe you didn't in achieving that goal. You, you still have to continue the, you know, the intentional behavior of defining it, creating a plan, and then measuring yourself against, against that plan. So I'm excited to share setting goals, smart goals with our audience today. Uh, great how about great topic, let's, man. Let's just go ahead and dig into it. Yeah, let's talk about it from two, two different standpoints. Let's first talk about the need and the importance of having, if you will, a team or a company goal. And then we'll talk about personal or professional individual goals. Sound good? Sounds like a plan, my friend. All right. All right. So let's talk company first, team or company, either, either way you want to kind of define it. Why would it be important that you have a goal defined for your team and then a plan by which to achieve that goal? Well, I like to equate this question to sports. 
using the sports analogy, especially team sports. So my favorite sports are football, basketball, and baseball. Um, and so just think about this. If you had a baseball team or a football team and they didn't know the goal, they didn't know the objective. We all know that the goal in those sports is to score more points than your opponent. Okay. And you're going to do that by maybe it's a good defense so that you don't let them score, or maybe it's a really, really good offense so that you know, no matter how good they are, you can score more points than them. Your strategy, your, how you achieve that goal is going to be different depending on what team you're on. But every single individual on that team knows what the goal is. And the goal is to score more points than your opponent. Well, if you don't have that as a stated goal for your team, a defined and stated goal and understanding for your team, well, your team's not going to be very effective in winning games if you don't know what the goal is. What do you think there? Yeah, it's exactly the case. And I equate everything that you just said about team sports is having the game plan. Right. When right. when a football team, for example, we record this episode, uh, most of our episodes on Sunday. So football day today in the NFL. And and, right. you know, I've been watching a few games and and I'm, I look at the teams that do well, even the teams that don't do well. But the teams that do well have have one thing in common. They have set a game plan. If you look at the sidelines and you see the coaches and the head coach and the defensive coordinator, or the offensive coordinator, they have these laminated sheets in their hand. And you look right, at them right. and what's on there is just information. Just these are the plays. This is the way we're going to attack on defense. This is the way we're going to attack on offense. So leading up to Sunday, they have sat and studied and prepared and established the game plan, which is nothing more than a series of small goals that they are intent on accomplishing. So when the game right. starts, now they've, they've thought about it. They've put their plan into place. Now they go out and they execute against that plan. And when they do that very well, now they start to win. And whether it's in, in team sports or a team in your company, when you start to have the game plan that, that yields results, it, it builds momentum and it results in this level of uh, achievement, I think, that only goals, stated goals that are clear, that people understand, that people can pull in the same direction – We'll get you. And, and it's very, yeah. very consistent with what you see in, see in team sports. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and, and you really hit on what I feel like is the most important aspect of a goal. And that is, yeah, you, you define a goal, you define what success looks like, what winning looks like, but then you build a plan to achieve that. To me, this is the difference. And, you know, and here we are, we're sharing about setting goals near the end of the year and I don't want our listeners too easily to equate this to a New Year's resolution because I think when I watch people fail at their New Year's resolution, it's because they don't create a plan for it. I mean, you can say, you can call a goal and a New Year's resolution, they're the same thing. But until you create a plan to, to accomplish it, it's going to be a failure, right? And so when you create a goal, it's so very, very important that you follow that up with creating the plan, the game plan, the, the cheat sheets, the scorecard that you're going to hold in your hand or the measures that you're going to measure to ensure that you're winning. How does a football team know that they're winning or not? They look up at the scoreboard. It's easily measured. We've scored more points than you. Therefore, we're winning. 
right? And I can tell how much time I have left in the game and so forth. And so there's a plan to your point of, we're going to do this on offense. We're going to do that on defense. And as long as the scoreboard is suggesting we're winning, then it's working. Our plan is working. But what happens to that team the moment the scoreboard seems to suggest that the plan isn't working? Then they go and adjust. They adjust the plan. You go in at halftime or, or, or you know, and, and you come back out of the locker room at halftime and you, you've adjusted your plan such that now you can achieve the goal, right? And, and you can win. The scoreboard is going to begin to reflect that you're now winning. And if you don't have a plan, you don't even know what adjustments to make. Yeah. And if you have that plan, absolutely. And, and it's, I don't know if Zig Ziglar said it, I like to refer to good old Zig, but uh, I think he well, said, sure you do it in that Tennessee accent. Oh, I, I don't think I can do it, do a <laughs> Tennessee accent, but uh, like I've mentioned before, he was born in LA and that's uh, lower Alabama. Oh, that's right. He's from Alabama, lower right. Alabama. Right? right. But, but Zig yes. would say something uh, and I'm not sure if he was the originator or he got it from some, some place, but I, I attribute it to, to Zig is um, you can't you can't hit a target or you can't achieve a goal that you don't have, yeah. right? So, A, you've got to have a goal. And, and, and I do town halls every month with, with my team in my day job. And one of the things I, I say to folks is based on our performance. And when I'm, when I'm giving feedback and saying, hey, really nice work in this area, in this area, in this area, it's, I, I say to folks, Look, this just doesn't happen. You just don't, and I use this term, roll out of bed in the morning and make this this happen, right? It's right. not you just right. show up to work and all of a sudden everything happens. It's because we had a game plan. We knew what we needed to do. We all recognized and talked about it. We we understood the lanes that we need to stay in. We uh, executed to that plan, and now we achieved a result. Now, was the result as good as what we thought? Was it not as good as what we thought? Do we need to make adjustments? But it was an intentional outcome. Yeah. And it's, it's the same with um, any team. You go into halftime, you make adjustments. Uh, I was watching a game today and uh, the, the team I was watching the first half dominated, dominated the game. It was like 250 yards to 63. And right. the, the team, and they were down three touchdowns. Now the team went into halftime, they came out, made some adjust, adjustments, made a change at quarterback, got some momentum, got a shot in the arm, and they came out like gangbusters and they made adjustments. And through right. those adjustments, they began to see different results against the game plan that they had put into place earlier in the week. And now they had a good game plan. It wasn't working. They recognized it wasn't working. They huddled up in the locker room made some intentional decisions to, to switch some things up, came out, began to execute in a different way. And now the game plan started to uh, come into focus for them because they were now seeing things differently and adjusting from what they had been facing in the first half. Yeah, no, that's so important. I, I, again, the, the game plan is the key because without the game plan, you can't tell if you're winning and you certainly don't know what adjustments to make if you aren't winning. Um, and, you know, the, the thing is, the game plan being the key, it applies as we were just talking to the company or the team related goals, but it also relates to your own personal or individual professional goals as well. So um, why, is it, why would it be important that I as an individual have my own 
professional goals as well. Uh, be I'm a leader or even if I'm not, maybe I'm an individual contributor, but what's your thoughts on as an individual, why do I need my own goals on top of what the company has for goals? You know, the, it, it, that's a great question. And I, I equate it to a couple of things. One is, is that we're, we are full people. And when I say full people, what I mean is we have, let's just say half of our life spent doing things for our company in terms of the goals that they've set for us, right? Whether it's a financial right. goal, whether it's a, um, uh, a shipment goal, whether it's a, uh, a growth goal, it, these are goals that the organization usually from the top down have flowed down. And now we are in a position kind of like a baseball catcher, just sitting back, catching the pitch and hoping it doesn't get past us in a pass ball or it's in the dirt that we can catch that goal and we can execute against it. But as individuals, as, as people that have a second set of things in our life beyond just what the company has said, what do we want to accomplish professionally? What do we want to accomplish personally? And our, our, either our um, a notoriety or our success or our personal achievements are going to also be uh, based on what we do as leaders, what we do as uh, individual contributors. How do we personally help either our company or our family or uh, ourselves grow that may be uh, separate from what the company has uh Put, yeah. put out for us to go do. So those are just some, some raw thoughts that I have. No, I, I like those. I agree with those. And, and, you know, I look at it in terms of a career advancement, you know, I do a, a good bit of uh, coaching on career advancement. And, you know, when I talk to individuals about their career advancement, uh, training, for instance, will come up, right? What, what should, what new skills or talents or whatever should I learn? And a lot of individuals are really hung up on just learning the skills that, you know, have them in the job that they, that they're in. So for instance, um, I have a large team of software developers, software engineers on my team. And if all they, all they consider, all they train on is software development, then they're not going to advance their career very much. Instead, that's really what I, what I describe it for them as career survival. Really all you're doing is career survival. So if all you focus on is the goal that the company has put on you, you're just going to survive, career survival. But if you're the person that's disciplined enough to put on yourself personal, individual, professional goals on top of the company goal that, that we just talked about, now you're set up for career advancement. So a lot of times when people, when I will coach on career advancement, I'll talk about leadership development. You know, so so again, I've got a a whole slew of, of software developers. And if all they do is focus on software development skills, well, they're just going to be software developers from now on. But if they will add to that leadership skills, well, now they're going to be a team lead and then they're going to be a director, right? And who knows where that will end, right? And so that's why, in my opinion, it's so important to have your own individual personal goals is because when you have those, you're going to differentiate yourself from those other individuals that don't have their own personal goals. And you're going to go, then go after those skills that differentiate you from everyone else. And it's, to me, it's the key to your career advancement is when you have those personal goals. Yeah. It, because, you're, because you're going to be different than 
95% of the people out there when you have your own personal goals. Yeah. And it's, it's not something that a lot of people do. Unfortunately, they, Correct. they sit back and they wait and hope and expect that the company or their leader will provide them their three to five goals that they need to accomplish this year. Right. Okay. Right. We need to help the company make more money. We need to help the company ship more product. We need to help the company grow by, you know, 8%. And, and most people, it, it's interesting to sit back and watch. Most people are perfectly content with that model and because they don't have to think, right? Yep. They, they are, they are given a fish yep. and they're not having to go learn how to fish, but they're always going to be given a fish. And as a result, they'll, they'll never be a fisherman. And right. what, what really sets people apart and what is unique are the folks that take that additional step to say, I have to, and I'm expected to achieve big things for my company. Check. Got to do that. Now I have a whole other set of motivations that drive me as a person, as a professional, or as a leader to accomplish things of significance in my life and my career. And I take those challenges on, not because they're easy, but because they're difficult. And by doing them, I will learn, grow, and become more than I am today. And I'm also yes. going to help my company along the way, for sure. And of course. Th that's, that's a big, big win for the company and a big win for you. But you're also going to grow your skill set. So if, you know, Lord forbid something happens to the company, you get laid off, a downturn in the economy, you're not going to get another job because you worked for a specific company, you're going to get another job because you performed and did more than most other people in the organization. And you're going to be looked at in a much more marketable way because of the way that you've held yourself accountable to big goals in your career. Totally agree. I mean, if for no other reason, you should have your own individual personal and professional goals because it will differentiate you from everyone else, almost everyone else. If that was the only reason, that's a good enough reason for you to have your own goals. And then when you create your own individual goal, much like with a company goal, you must then create a plan on what are the action items needed to achieve that goal. And all we, when, when Stephen and I, when we talk about a plan, all we're really talking about is just break it down into steps. What are the steps that you need to take and when do you need to take them in order to achieve that goal? It's, it's as simple as just breaking it down into the into the individual steps that you need to take. But now it's important, whether it's a personal goal, individual goal, or a company goal, these goals have to be smart goals. You, you, you have to make sure that your goals are smart. Otherwise, you can't create a plan to get there. Um, anytime someone talks about goals, they always use the weight loss analogy, right? If you create a goal of lose weight, what does that even mean? <laughs> How do I measure that? How do I know if I'm so if I lose one pound, is that, is, have I met that goal? Is that what I really, right? So your goal first has to be smart. And if it's a smart goal, well, then you can create a plan yeah. to achieve it, right? Because you can measure it and so forth. And I know, Stephen, you've got a tremendous uh, worksheet, a smart goal worksheet that we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast to share with our audience. But let's, let's share with our audience, what does it even mean to be a smart goal? 
So, so could you walk us through that? Yeah, that sure. Acronym. Yeah. So it, it, step one, it is an acronym, right? So it's not smart. It's an intel, you know, smart being intelligent, although it is an intelligent process. And, and that's uh, important to note as well. But and this isn't anything that, that we invented. Smart goals have been around forever. And, right. and, and it's something that um, we certainly subscribe to uh, as part of a, a successful way to establish goals. So you can find this anywhere out there. And we're going to share with you a resource at the end that I think will, will really bring into focus how you can leverage smart goals immediately and today. But just thinking about a smart goal, what this is, is it just... It forces us to think about a goal in terms of a five-step process, SMART. It's an acronym. And we'll break this down. We'll unpack each one of these for you today, Michael and I will. So SMART, the S in SMART. Anytime you, you have a goal, the first thing you need to do with any goal is, like Michael said, if you just say, hey, I want to lose some weight, chances are... Uh, if it's me, I'm probably going to gain weight because it's not specific enough, right? right? So there's a hint. The S is for specific. You want to be very specific in your goal. When you when you start to, to write your goal out, the first thing to think about is specificity. And g give us some examples. What, what do you view so, as specific, Michael? So instead of just losing weight, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. How about that? Is that specific enough? I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Now, we haven't tied everything else to it yet, but for starters, specificity, I'm going to, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. 20 pounds. I, I'll take that challenge right now. It's about the number I'd like to lose. All right, so all right. yeah, maybe 10 to 15, but 20 sounds good too. And, and, and again, when, when you're, when you begin a goal with something specific, now you've basically, you've drawn the dartboard and you've begun to outline what the bullseye looks like, right? right so right. now you know that I don't know if I can hit it yet, but I at least can look off into the distance and I can see there's a, there's a red bullseye that we can call a goal now because it's specific. So right. moving on to the, to the next letter of the SMART acronym M is measurable. So you have a specific goal. Now you want to make uh, sure that it's measurable. So measurable. what do you think okay. about that? So if, uh, if I'm going to lose 20 pounds, well then, uh, well, if I measure that every single day and I weigh and, and if I'm one pound less than I was yesterday, then I know I'm one pound closer. I got 19 pounds left. Yeah. I feel like I could probably measure my, uh, uh, you know, my, uh, progress towards that specific goal. Okay. So measure, Absolutely. check. Check. So we have specific, we have measurable. The, the A is you've got to make sure you, you can't say, hey, I'm going to lose 300 pounds if you only weigh 200 pounds. Right. So uh, you can't just say, hey, I'm going to lose, uh, you know, 200 pounds and become a paperweight. It's it's right. got to be achievable. You've got to have your goal be achievable. So what are your thoughts? Right. Yeah. So I just didn't make this make up this, you know, outlandish number here. Uh, it's got to be a number that is, uh, uh, as you say, achievable. And, and, you know, now that we're talking about losing weight, I mean, it's got to be a number that keeps me within health and things like that. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a 200 pounder. So yeah, if I lose 20 pounds, I'll be down to 180. Yeah, that sounds good. And, and I believe that's achievable. Absolutely. So moving on, the R in SMART goals is 
relevant. It's got to be a relevant goal. Well, relevant to what, right? What, what are you trying to achieve? Yeah. So I'm, you know, losing 20 pounds because uh, it's going to be important to my health, right? That's why right. if, uh, if I don't uh, uh, lose this weight, then maybe I run the risk of diabetes or, or, or something like that, right? So I've, I've got some kind of health risk associated with my weight. Therefore, I need to, um, to lose this 20 pounds makes it very, very relevant to yeah. me and to my life. And I like to think of the, re- the, relevant, the relevant part of this as the why. Why yeah. is achieving this 20 pound weight loss important to you in your life? It's, right. it's health. It's the way you look. It's the way you feel. It's your self-esteem. It's, it's could, it could be any number of things that is important to you. And, and it's really important before you can achieve a goal, you have to know why it's important to right. you to achieve a goal. Otherwise you won't get out of the starting blocks. Yeah. This, this relevance and this, this, why this goal is important as you execute your plan. And we talked about making adjustments and so forth. This is what's going to get you through the messy middle. When it gets mm. hard, when it gets difficult, you're only going to stick to it, stick to the plan. When you are very, very clear on the relevance. You're very, very clear on why this goal is important. Otherwise it'll get too difficult. You'll lose sight of the goal and you'll kind of give up, right? It's yeah. got to be relevant. And, and any goal worth achieving uh, is going to have its messy middle. Yeah, it's just, otherwise, then you've got to ask yourself, was this goal the right goal? And, yeah. and you've got to put yourself out there a little bit. So in the step six of this and uh, in the smart goal process or the, or the last one, I'm sorry, number five is timely. So it's got to be a timely goal, meaning it can't be I'm going to lose 20 pounds and period, full stop. Right. It's right. When are you going to lose this by? What do you think? All right, so I'm going to lose 20 pounds. This sounds like a commitment now, Michael. End of the year, by the end of the year. Uh, no, 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 I'm not making this my goal. No, <laughs> oh, no you don't have 20 uh, pounds to lose. I'm looking at you now. You don't have 20 pounds to lose. This is just an example. Now I was just, you know, hold on. Now we got just got came off of Thanksgiving. Yeah. We got okay. coming up. No, no, no. Hold on. Uh, but no, you gotta you you gotta make it time bound. You gotta make it timely. Exactly. So, yeah. In this example, we're going to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year or by the end of the quarter. End of the middle of the year, whatever, you're going to give it a date. Uh, you That's know, correct. again, like the scoreboard in a, in a football game, you can look at the scoreboard and know whether or not I'm winning based on the points, but you also know how much more time is left in that game, you know, so that I can adjust my plan. If, if I'm behind, then I need to adjust my plan and I need to do so quickly because time's running out. So in the weight loss, if I say I'm going to lose 20 pounds uh, by the end of the year, well, then now I can create a plan that tells me, well, how many pounds do I need to lose every month? And then after the end of one month, if I'm still behind, well, now I know how much time I have left. And that means I've got to lose even more next month, right? So I can, I can measure it along the way as long as it's also time bound. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I would suggest that, you know, by the end of the year, to your point, break that, break that down into months, break that down into weeks. And and right. if you think about 20 pounds over a 12 month period, that might only be, you know, three ounces a day, <laughs> you know, right. it, it may not, good point. may not be that much. So if you, if you look at a big hairy goal and you don't put it into context, it could feel very unachievable, but uh, that's a, that is a very good point. I mean, 
20 pounds sounds intimidating, but one pound a month, well, let's say you, you got a pound a and a half a month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's say you got a full year to do it, right? A pound and a half a month doesn't sound all that crazy. And then to your right. point, break that down into weeks. And now I've got a three quarters of, well, no, I shouldn't do math live here, but what that's a third of a pound a week. It's not much. Right now it feels achievable. Yeah. Right. If we go back to the A, it feels achievable now. So the more detail that I bring to my plan, the more confidence that, uh, you know, I have in my achievement of this goal. And then what I would say is now that we've went through the, 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 the process of setting the goal. So it's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's relevant, you know, why you want to do it and it's timely or time bound. Now, it, it, what's the best way? So uh, the best way is just to think about a goal and just commit it to memory, right? Is that what you would suggest about, about how to capture your goal? What do you think? No, at this point, it's time to create a plan. Now I have a, you know, I have a, uh, I have a smart goal. It's specific, measurable, achievable. It's relevant. It's timely. Now I can create a plan. And the best thing to do there is write it down. So again, if, if it's 20 pounds in the next 12 months, well, let's break that down. How many pounds do I need to, to uh, lose in a month? Okay, well, how many pounds do I need to lose in a week? And now, well, what am I going to do every single day of that week to ensure that I lose that, you know, that necessary uh, weight for that week? And, and obviously, you're going to do things like count your calories and exercise. You're going to do all the things that we know we need to do as a part of losing weight. But we're going to write those things down. And then we're going to, tr- we're going to continue to write things down, if you will, to create a scoreboard. We're going to, every day we're going to write down, well, what is our calorie intake? You know, how much time did we spend on a treadmill or a bicycle or whatever? We're going to record those things by writing them down and, uh, and measuring them then against the plan that we've also written. Yeah. And that's so critical. And we've said it before and we'll say it again. When you commit something like a goal down on paper in your hand written way, right? Not a keyboard, although that's an, that's an alternative, but I would suggest that you take a pen and you take a piece of paper and you hand write and you speak these goals out as you write them down. And then when you get, uh, whether that's one goal, three goals, five goals, you, you recite them, recite them once a day, at least, Mm, you know, take, make a copy of this, tape it to your bathroom mirror, tape it to your monitor, put it, uh, you know, I've even seen people take a picture of it um, and then make it their wallpaper on their cell phone. Right. That way, every time you, which we all are guilty of a hundred times a day, picking our phone up and, you know, looking at the screen Every time you look at the phone, you have these goals written out and you can't help but to think about them. And if you think about them, it becomes part of your emotional state. It becomes part of the way that you are subjectively walking through these. I'm not subjectively, I'm sorry, but um, just in your mind's eye, just uh, right. just what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even think of the word, Michael. What's the Objectively. word? Objectively. No, what's it that? No, I don't know if I do words live either, but, <laughs> but it's um, intuitively, maybe that's the uh, word that could be the go. word, that's right? A, yeah. I like that word. It's a yeah. good word. So you, you just, in your head, it, it just becomes 
embedded into your mind yeah. without even yeah. thinking about it, right? Yeah, and yeah that is so important. Nature, the, yeah, that is so important. Keep these goals top of mind, man. They've got to be in front of you all the time. Uh, one, just because, you know, you don't kind of lose focus on them. You don't lose uh, the intentionality around a tri trying to achieve the goals because life's going to throw all kind of curveballs at you. And if you're not intentionally focused on the goal, then you'll easily get distracted away from it. Yeah. So you got to, you got to keep these things top of mind and any little life hack you can do like the cell phone or, or the post-it notes or whatever, any little life hack you can do like that, that will keep these things top of mind right in front of your face that will greatly increase the likelihood that you'll actually achieve that yeah. goal. And what, and what very, you, very good tip. And what you will have done is basically be that football coach on the sideline with the laminated paper that yeah. he has the game plan. You will have a game plan for your life, be it professional, personal, or however you structure your goals, your game plan will be set. And now you will refer to your game plan and course correct, make those adjustments each and every day to make sure that you can uh, stay on track and achieve your goals. Yeah. Right. So that, I tell you, Michael, that was a great conversation. I feel like we've, um, we, I think we've accomplished yeah. the goal of sharing goals. Yeah. And I know before we move behind the scenes, we can share with our, with our listeners, how they can get their hands on a, a tool, a prop, an yes. aid that can help them walk through and item by item, step by step, help them think through how to set and write down their goal very easily and clearly that they could also use as a, as a tool to keep in front of them just from a, from a game plan perspective. Yeah, definitely. So the, the way you do this is head over to leaderpreneurshow.com, leaderpreneurshow.com. And at the very top of the page there, there's a hyperlink that just simply says free resources, free resources. And so uh, just click on that. And then we will email to you this SMART goals guide that Stephen has put together. It's, uh, you know, it, it follows the acronym SMART that we just talked about, but it's, it's more than just an explanation of a SMART goal. It, it literally, it's the paperwork exercise that you want to do. It's the writing down exercise that you want to do, uh, as we alluded to earlier, that's so important. You're going to write down, you're going to use this worksheet to create your goals. And, it, and it's applicable to your individual goals as well as your team or, or company goals as well. So be sure you take advantage of that leaderpreneurshow.com and use the free resources link at the top and we'll send that to you via email. Yep, absolutely. So uh, look forward to sharing that with our listeners and let's, let's segue into some behind the scenes uh, this week, given, given the Thanksgiving week. I know, I know I ate a lot of Turkey and oh, ham man. and stuffing. What about you? I, you know, that whole 20 pounds that we were talking about earlier. I found it. If you lost it, I, I found it. I ate at least that much uh, this past week, but I had a great week and I'm sure you did oh, too. It I mean, was phenomenal. I had a daughter home from, from college. And so she just able to spend the week with her. And then of course, uh, you know, our family is, is close enough by that on a single day, we're able to kind of get around and see everybody. So was it was just great. a great week of family and, and time to pause and things like that as well. So you know, for me, behind the scenes, I, I didn't physically get a lot done in the business, but man, I did a lot of thinking. You know, we, we were talking about goals this week, and um, I'm it, it's in the not process. it's not it's not I will say um, uh, too surprising that we're talking about goals in this episode. It's it's kind of therapeutic. It's timely and it's very top of mind for me for sure because I'm Likewise. you know I'm 
here we are, we're in December now, and I'm definitely uh, spending this month of December to determine and define what are my business and, and individual goals in 2020, right? And so I'm trying to make sure they're smart and I'm trying to write those out and I'm trying to create a game plan for doing that. So if you were to ask me today, hey, what's your goal for 2020? I don't know just yet, but even this week through uh, Thanksgiving week and and not actually sitting in my computer and doing, you know, physical work, if you will, my mind is working overtime mm. on, well, what are the goals that I need for next year? How do I need to define those? How can I measure them and make sure that they're relevant and timely? And then what is the, what are the steps in the plan that I need to create to actually then achieve that? So that's top of mind this week, uh, has been this past week for me. And will certainly uh, remain top of mind for me throughout the month of December here. And, uh, you know, as we record multiple or more episodes throughout the month, I'll share some more details with that, with our audience as that starts to evolve in my mind and, and, and on paper as I write it down. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think we're much in the same boat. I'm thinking a lot about uh, 2020 goals as well. I'm going through the exercise in my day job as well. We're, we're working through that, but right. just from, you know, the things we're doing on our side hustle and, and working to get our businesses going, uh, thinking about um, some of the things that we've talked about, such as how do we become more well-known? How do we yeah. get more engagement from our audiences via, via either social media or through podcasts or through you know, organic website traffic? And, and I'm just thinking a lot about that. I'm, I'm thinking, and I used the analogy earlier in our discussion before we, we hit the record button today about kind of this six-lane highway. I feel like at times... Uh, I'm on this wide six lane highway and I'm, I'm crossing over from the inside lane to the outside lane, back to the center lane, out to the back to the outside lane. And because I'm doing all of this movement, I'm always looking in my side mirrors and my rear view mirror to make sure I'm not going to hit anything instead of right. focusing through the windshield down the road of, of the of the destination I'm I'm working to uh, to get to and the journey that I'm on. So for me. I'm thinking going into 2020, how to simplify, how to, how to go across fewer lanes, making sure that I'm more intentional. And uh, I've just put a lot of thought uh, and time and energy on overtime, my brain working and, and thinking about how to, how to go through uh, establishing what that goal set looks like. And I don't want, you know, 10 goals. I want two, three, right. four goals, maybe tops, or I will get diluted and Very important and not be able to to achieve any of them so i think i think that that affects everybody we're human beings and and lives are busy and we have competing priorities and the more we can focus in on specifics whether it's how we establish a smart goal but then th that game plan that that keeps us on the path towards the objective of um making sure we end up with more points uh, than our competitor, which is, you know, against ourselves because we compete against ourselves in, in this stuff. So uh, that, right. that's what I'm thinking about. And uh, again, as we go forward, I'll, I'll be sharing my goals. I'll, I'll put them out there. I'll be happy to share them with this audience and we'll, we'll just see how it goes um, and, and what those look like. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'll certainly be sharing them. Uh, I just have to go through the process of defining them first. Uh, and uh, being that I, we've shared the definition of a SMART goal you better know I'm going to make sure that I have smart goals before I share them with anyone. You better uh, believe I it. I certainly don't want to look like a hypocrite here and teach 
you know, our listeners what a smart goal is. And then I don't have one. I'm with uh, you, my so, friend. It sounds, sounds like a, it sounds like a great way to uh, close us up for this, this week. Good discussion around goals. Uh, make sure to get the resource at leaderpreneurshow.com and free resources up at the top. We'll send that right out to you. And um, Michael, why don't you just go ahead and take us home? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we started by saying, Stephen and I both started by saying, look, we've been at this leadership thing for a really, really long time, but yet we both have to be very, very intentional at setting goals. Uh, don't fall into the trap that we've fallen into before. You've got to be intentional about setting goals as well. Be sure you take advantage of the free resource that we're offering to you. Head over to leader, leaderpreneurshow.com and use the free resources link at the top there. Uh, and then also, listen, we're going to ask you, as we always do, subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Be sure you share the podcast with all your family, your friends, your coworkers. Uh, but then also ratings and reviews; those help us out tremendously. So, whatever your, uh, you know, your podcast directory of choice is, be sure you head over there and give us a rating and review. That helps us out with the algorithms of searches and things like that because we do want to get this content into the eyes and ears of more people. So. Uh, we would love for you to share that with others. But uh, your main call to action today, uh, set your own goals, set your company goals, and use the worksheet that we are making available to you to do that. So be sure you head over to leaderpreneurshow.com. Use the link at the top. Until we share another episode with you next week, be blessed and lead well. <laughs>